Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome to Crawl Space. I'm Tim here today with Lance in the Crawl Space Studios in Wormtown. Lance, how are you today? Couldn't be better, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well. And Lance, for this episode, we continue our series on the unsolved murder of Sheila Shepard from Saratoga Springs, New York in 1980. And this is part two of our interview with Terry, Sheila's aunt, Terry. Yep, November 1980, Sheila was found dead inside of her apartment on Church Street. She had been asphyxiated, and she was stabbed in the abdomen after she had died. That was post-mortem. It is Saratoga Springs' only unsolved murder, and Terry was actually present, not in the apartment. Her husband went into the apartment and discovered Sheila's body, but Terry was outside on the sidewalk with Sheila's mother, and since then she's been a staunch advocate for justice in Sheila's case. And we were fortunate enough to have lunch with her, and then we went to Sheila's grave, and and it was a really sobering moment. And that part is coming up in the next episode in this series. So we hope you enjoyed this one, and uh, go back and check out the rest of these if you haven't yet. I think that would uh, be beneficial before you continue. And if anybody out there, any of the listeners, have any information or you know of somebody who might have information, please call the Saratoga Springs Police Department at 518-584-8477. Was there any violence in the relationship between her and her, like anything that you knew of between her and her husband? When they're married and when they I can't say separated. violence, but there was they were unhappy. Okay. Yeah. And you know, she one of the reasons was, you know, she was straight at the time and he was smoking a lot of pot and they had the baby and he was drinking a lot and she just couldn't take much more of it. Yeah. But I did end up with the baby. After Yes. No, before in Colorado. Oh, okay. And then he came, he got out of the army and came and got her. And he came up here and dropped her off 
at his parents. Who live in Whispering Saratoga. Pines, yeah. Whispering Pines. Whispering yeah. Pines. Which he, they own. Yeah. Okay. He thought that if he took... Oops. <laughs> I didn't want to say her name. If he took her, she, he'd get her back. Yeah. But, it, you know, it wasn't going to happen. So she came back and... I want my baby back. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to get a job and get her life straightened out. We were just talking about the, the trunk with the pictures. Mm-hmm. So you had brought it on Wednesday and left it outside for her to, outside of her apartment door yeah. to bring in. And then when you went there on um, Sunday, Sunday, it was gone. It, and you presume that she had brought it, it, brought it into, it in her, the house. into her yeah, apartment. Yeah, who's to say? I didn't even think of that, that somebody took them out of the trunk. But Right, that's what I was it's possible if it they're out possible. in like a common area and there's there's at least seven apartments that I know she was apartment seven, so it's a bigger mm-hmm. you know, bigger mm-hmm. apartment complex. Why someone would want them though. The trunk wasn't locked, right? It didn't have a lock on it. My god, I can't remember that. Okay. And they were were they in like a little box or in an envelope? In an envelope. Okay. It would it just seems like such a weird thing to take to if take. you're going to take if you don't yeah. know. What else was in yeah. the trunk? Clothes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would be close. more natural to take, I feel like. Than someone's personal pictures, yeah. unless you have a weird thing about that. Do you know, do you recall if she, I, I think you mentioned something about her photos in her apartment. Did you? Do you know for a fact that she did have them inside and had looked at them before? She told her mother she had them. Oh, she did, okay. Yeah. And, and that was after Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. And I, you know, it would be just like her to go, you want to see my baby, and yeah. this is in California, and this is in Colorado, and... Okay. The only thing in her stomach, I think, was a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that right? I was, we were talking about that. I didn't remember if there was, if they got back to you with uh, stomach content analysis, like after part Bub- of the autopsy. Bubble gum. That was it? Yeah. So she swallowed it. She was chewing bubble gum and she, she swallowed, swallowed it. it. Yeah. So she hadn't eaten. How long does it take to, like, digest food? I'm just trying to think of the last time she would have eaten. Yeah, I don't know. Takes takes a long time. I say bubblegum takes seven years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. Bubble bubblegum's yeah, going to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't so know. They say right. They say we need dinner. Dinner. Lunch pushes dinner. Dinner pushes. Yeah, dinner, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, so most digestion they're going to. Yeah. So I don't know how long it actually stays in the stomach. Right. Also broken down I don't by know. stomach I've acid. I've had enough tests to know that following your, your intestines, the barium, it was six hours before they could get through with, for uh-huh. the food digesting. So she probably on a diet and just wanted to chew some bubblegum. Yeah. Well, there was a thing, and I remember she had a, an article circled or something yeah. about some kind of diet. Or yeah, diet. that doesn't Madame surprise me at all. Yeah. She used so, to do the bubblegum diet. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, it's supposed she used to, to trick do your this brain. all the time, yeah. seeing if she was, you know, if her fingers were swollen. Really? <laughs> yes. Jennifer, was you or somebody else was telling us that she was always trying to lose weight? Always trying. You know, I don't know where she got it down. from. My sister was obsessed. Mm. <laughs> there was also, I think, in the. I think they found like what's the diet pill they used to sell in the eighties? Used to have a little like a stacker before that. Oh, it was like, over the counter. Yeah, Dexatrim or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. That they does not that. surprise me at I think all. They found like a wrapper or packaging on it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yep. Does um, do other people in your family share your beliefs about uh, her ex-husband? Um. Well, my mother did. Yeah. I don't, you know, and that and them were just too young to even. Yeah. Even um, form an opinion. But. I don't know if any of them want to do a phone interview, but I don't think they knew her as well as I did. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I used to babysit when they first moved back. I babysat and I got $7 a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jim Van Ness had, had told me, and I want to speak for him if, uh, if you guys want to talk, but he had, he had mentioned the funeral as well. He's like, it was just he, the way he acted, the... The Richard Shepard act, he said, was, was definitely very strange. And he's was like, suspect. you know, and he's like, that kind of raised some red flags for everyone. Just your, yeah, Jim, your definitely. murdered wife is, uh, you know, is in the coffin. And I guess just not the way you would expect somebody to, to respond. But you never know, people respond different ways yeah, to, to grief. But what did he do? What was he acting like? He, th I remember, um, again, like Jim could tell you better. He was, you know, he was there. I wasn't, but he. My he mother. Didn't. My mother put my her arm around him, and he had on a not a winter coat, just a, a corduroy sports coat. She said his back was just soaking wet. Sweat. Yeah. So he was, must have been very, very nervous. And then, um, of course, the casket was open for us to look at her. It was very important for Chuck to see her mm. because of the condition he saw. And when when he looked, he kind of said, I didn't think it'd be like this. And um, then he said, I'm going to go get some flowers. I'll see you in a little while. And he never came back. What did you guys think of that when he said, I didn't think it was going to be like this? Well, it's just kind of an odd thing to say. Very it, odd thing it's not going to be pretty, no matter... Mm. I mean, people can say, gee, they looked good, but... They don't. They don't, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. You know, there were some marks... Because she died of asphyxiation, there were marks on her face. And they did a remarkable job, considering that you know she was there for quite a while. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, was it odd that his that uh, Richard had his brother with him? I remember Jim said that he thought that his Richard's brother was kind of trying to shield him from from everybody else. I don't know if that. I don't remember his brother being there. Yeah, I remember he said something like kind of doing interference, kind of getting in between him and everybody else. Yeah, he just said that's the way that it seemed to him was that the, the brother was kind of trying to keep him from having to, <coughs> I don't know, answer questions or deal too much with it. But, you know, like I said, too, you don't know how people deal with grief or all yeah. in their own way. And they're also estranged at the time, so maybe they thought maybe... Well, wasn't there, wasn't there the a letter from him or, thrown yeah. in the trash can? Hmm? Was there a letter from him? No, that was to the the guy that she'd been talking to in Colorado. That she had, she'd written a it looked like what it looked like was that she started writing well, a letter a couple different times, rip, rip it up, start writing it again. Not I don't know, not like how it okay. sounds or you know, but that was um, yeah, that was somebody out in in Boulder that uh, that Tom Mitchell and um, Lieutenant Kane went out and, and talked to out. He called out there. me. He called me about eleven o'clock. One night, and he goes, nobody will talk to us. <laughs> like, really? So I gave him a name of somebody that worked for the, like, Ni Nimo, 
or uh, I said, go see him. He'll give you give you names. He'll give you addresses. See if you can find. Yeah, because I can't find anybody. So that helped. So he could track down some people. <laughs> what was this letter that this was found in her trash? Yes. At this, it it, it looks kind of like it was the same letter, but written a couple different times, and you know, ripped up and then and then discarded mm-hmm. in the uh, in the trash can. Um, I mean, she, in in you know, I'm paraphrasing, but in mm-hmm. one of the letters that she even writes. I've written this letter about eight times. I keep really? tearing it up. Oh, okay. You know, so she's she's like, I'm writing this letter, and I keep tearing this thing up. I'm probably going to tear this one up, and she would tear it up. They, they picked all that stuff out of the waste paper basket and pieced it back together. Yeah. So and it was to a man? Just to a guy out in, in, uh, in Colorado. Do you remember his name? Not off the top of my head. That's it. Did, did she ever finish a letter and write it to him? I mean, send it to him. I, yeah, I don't know if there was a whole letter that was mailed out or not. I mean, not that we know of. Um, they did talk to him. Right. Mitchell I knew that. They, yeah, they yeah I knew him. that that was their main, <clears throat> their main focus when they were going out to Colorado. Do you remember him from when she was out there? I do. Boyfriend of hers. Or? He was briefly mm-hmm. a boyfriend. She had a few. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna lie. <laughs> And she, I know, and then he was quickly eliminated as a suspect. Yeah, they weren't like going out in, that long. Yeah, in Colorado at the time, there were there was a couple other. I just remember weird characters from the case file from the Colorado. Yeah. Time and she was like seeing a a, a cop who was then in, indicted by the FBI. For, oh, I think he ripped me off. Yeah. Yes. I sure. Stole from you? Yeah. The, everything was taken, and who would know? They were getting off the subject, but who would know? I wasn't going to be home that night. Sheila and this this ex-cop. Wasn't he a cop? I think he went to prison. He was. They, they went out and talked to some informant or or somebody. He said he's he's a cop, but he's he's ripping off drug dealers. And well, yeah, apparently other people, perhaps. Well, I think he got. Uh, I was I married to got, a drug dealer. Was he? Not at the time. Mm-hmm. But he knew he knew it was in the house. You know, there were some nice antiques mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Did anybody that ever got, talk to him? Yeah, they talked to to him, and I want to say at the, I want to say he ended up getting arrested. It's like during a robbery, they were robbing some place or something after he'd been been fired as a police officer, and then he was in custody at the time. Or yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he went away for, if not ever, for quite a while. But not considered a suspect in this. And no, but just a, you know, an odd, yeah, you know, kind of character, character. To, to come across that she certainly makes. what's he capable of. Mm-hmm. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Yep. What else was in the trash? Nothing really Nothing. Of, of substantial, you yeah. know, or evidentiary value. 
Um, yeah, again, you'd have to ask Tom Mitchell why that okay. that letter was as focused in on as it was. Yeah. But I think just because he seemed like the closest thing to a, you know, Somebody, to a boyfriend. And yeah. I think she mentions in there, you know, I want to come back out to Colorado or you would come here. I don't think he was as interested in her as she was right. in him. Um, did they wipe everything off in the apartment? Was there any other fingerprints besides Chuck's? Oh, I don't know. You'd have to... I'm not sure how they processed it at the time. We we still have you know a lot of stuff, yeah. like I told you. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, what, what we were told at the time was that somebody took the time and effort to wipe glasses off that were sitting on the table and that there weren't any other fingerprints but Chuck's on the window and Chuck's on the lock. No, I'd, I'd never heard that. But there's there's also a lot of things that I've heard before even working on this case, just living in town, that <laughs> once you start working on it, like, well, that's, you know, that's more legend than, mm-hmm. than yeah. fact. How often did you go to her apartment? Because you were only there 10 I days. I was only here 10 days. So I, you, I br- dropped the trunk off. And you were never actually in the apartment when you dropped the trunk off, right? No. Okay. The door was locked. Yeah. But you had been in her apartment before? No. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I was in it when it was Mrs. Ladd's. <laughs> the old lady we used to bring holy water to. I grew up right next door. Oh, so you'd been in there be- before yes, she Yes, I had... had been in there before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always thought it was kind of a spooky building. It's got a look to it. Yeah. Too, yeah. Almost like an Amityville yeah, house. <laughs> it was very scary. Did you look at the pictures that were in the trunk? Yeah. Were there any pictures of, like, her um, exes or... Her, the baby, Shep. Yeah. Um, C- California, because that's where mm-hmm. they were. Those were the pictures. Pictures of, like, her life up to that point. Okay. Any other boyfriends or guys in those pictures that you recall? Mm-mm. No. Any other women she was close to that you know? Not that I know of, but I guess there's that one girl... Yeah, I don't, it was, don't like we talked about before, that was one of those those theories where could what the killer if? have been a woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any other friends that she might have talked about another relationship with? That girl from Worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Patricia? Yes. She's the one that came she, looking. Right, that had gone to the teacher and sent to the house, okay. her and another Didn't, student. She left a note in the mailbox. I'm not sure about. That. Yeah, I remember hearing remember something. That? About, yeah, it was a letter or something. That, that where are you? Yeah, well, yeah, I remember hearing something. I don't mm-hmm. know how though. I heard it. And it was another woman that Patricia went mm-hmm. with. Went to worldwide went to, to the school. Yeah, and, and she's and she was sent since back. passed away. Okay, Has the, she? the second, uh, not Patricia. Patricia, we talked to. Um, she was local as well. We went and talked to her, but yeah, they they went on um, they went on Monday. Hear the radio, no yeah. response. The radio. Go back to class, and then Tuesday. Mm. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday, when they they go now a second day, she hasn't come to school, and they tell this uh, teacher at Worldwide, who was the one that was concerned enough that she called, I guess Marsha. Mm-hmm. Marsha came to me. The the radio you said when you when you went in there, you only heard it from inside the. Yeah, it wasn't itself. it wasn't real loud. I mean, you, you, you got up outside. to her apartment and you could hear that the radio was on, but it wasn't like loud in there as I can remember. It was just something that struck you 
if nobody's in there, why is the radio on? I know she wouldn't leave it on. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that there were fingerprints taken from, like, the radio knobs or dials. Yeah, I can't really... <clears throat> can't say. Yeah. You know, you hear all kinds of things after the fact, yeah. too. Like the cop got sick, and which I don't know if it's true or not. Which, oh, at the scene, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I wasn't... Uh, I would have. <laughs> yeah. You know, those things don't happen in Saratoga. I was just going to say that's something that they had never seen no. before. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've had transients sometimes turn up in the park or... Sure, how we get In our... August or something, but not not somebody in their apartment. We get our, our share of dead people like yes. in another city, but yeah, not city, yeah. so yeah. much murdered. No, murdered. Dead people. I know her husband, you said, was an alcoholic, but was he a neat person, like fastidious? I don't... I don't know... I, like, I met him, they were on their way back from Germany, so I was living in Colorado, but my husband and I had split up, and I, um, so I came back here, and then I heard she was coming, so I stayed a little bit longer, and then I went to Colorado, and they said, well, we're not going that way, because, you know, it's out of the way, and mm -hmm. she called me from, she called me from about a block away, we're right here! <laughs> <laughs> They came and stayed. That's really the first time I, I met him was when they got back from Germany. He seemed like a nice guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Did you, So you never got a bad feeling from him or anything? No. What branch of the military was he in? Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Had uh, Sheila smoked from an early age? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's the 80s, like... Yes, her mother smoked, you know, her father smoked. It was just something you did, not not thinking. She had a particular brand that she's... Marlboro. Marlboro's? Yeah, she tried to quit. She tried to quit in Colorado. And so, you know, everybody's sleeping. You can hear in the middle of the night going through the ashtrays and the trash cans. Trying, I'm like, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't do this. You're going to have to go get a pack of cigarettes tomorrow. <laughs> So. Um, did uh, did her husband smoke too? Yeah. He must have. He was in the army. They both smoked Marlboros. She smoked Marlboros. I don't know what he smoked. I smoked menthols. She didn't want mine. <laughs> <laughs> what, were, what were the menthols back then? Mine was Merit. Merit. Okay. Or they had these eaves. I thought, oh, those those are pretty because they had flowers around yeah. the top. <laughs> hey, let me have one of these. I never smoked a lot. But I remember her listening to Pink Floyd with the headphones on. Well, she was five foot seven. <laughs> she was five foot seven. She was five foot seven. She's living with me, and I'm trying to yell at her because she went to my husband's going away party. I can mm -hmm. never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> She's just laughing. I'm like, you gotta stop laughing because I'm really mad. <laughs> was she tough? No. No. No, she was just laughing. No, she wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm -hmm. I can still hear her laughing at me. <laughs> Don't you do that again.
An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.